Is God unfair? We'll talk about it today on a daily Bible study with Pastor Mark. Paul spends the beginning of Romans chapter 9 really answering critics, answering criticism that he's received because he is speaking so much about taking the gospel to the Gentiles. So he's really been labeled as this anti-Jew. And he answers that criticism by saying at the beginning of the chapter that I am speaking the truth in Christ. I'm not lying. My conscience bears me witness in the Holy Spirit that I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart, for I could wish that I myself were accursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my brothers, my kinsmen, according to the flesh. Paul loves the Jewish people and wants them to understand that Jesus was their Messiah and was the one that was prophesied in the Old Testament, but they have rejected that message. They have rejected Jesus Christ, And he says, look, I want you to understand that I love you so much that I would as soon go to hell so all of you could go to heaven. So he starts the chapter by dealing with this personal attack against him and offering his defense. Then he gets into offering a defense for God when people say that if God is so great and God is so just and he is so merciful and he is so kind, then why is not just everybody saved? Why doesn't everybody just automatically go to heaven? Why does it appear that some people are born and they never ever have this opportunity to be saved or to acknowledge Jesus as Lord and they're just born to be sent straight to hell eventually? So he spends time writing in Romans 9, 10, and 11 about the sovereignty of God. And the sovereignty of God is something that is difficult to get our mind around, our earthly mind around. And I can tell you that in all the years I've been in ministry, there's still so much debate about it. Nobody has a firm grasp on it. There, there are strong opinions either way. And I think that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing because of the fact that we have a God that we cannot completely comprehend or completely understand. Why does he do the things that he does? Well, they don't make a lot of sense to us, but God's ways are different than our ways, the Bible says, and God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So there's a lot of things about God that we're not going to understand. There's a lot of things about my grandkids who are all five and under. They don't understand why we do certain things we do. They don't have the capacity yet intellectually, even though I think they're really smart, to understand what I'm doing at 54. And there's a whole lot of things about God who is infinitely wiser than me that I will never understand on this side of heaven. I'll not understand it until I have a clear mind and a new body and perfect reasoning and perfect understanding when I get to heaven. So how do I embrace this? Do do I have the approach of, well, If I can't completely understand it or get my mind around it, then I'm going to reject it. Or do I just trust that God knows what he's doing and I'm going to rest in him? I'm going to rest in the fact that he is wise and he is just and he is loving and he is kind. And when it comes to whether or not a person is chosen or part of the elect, 
That's something I don't need to worry about. I need to just be faithful to share the gospel, live my life in a way that pleases God, be an influence in a positive way as far as spreading the gospel, and then just take this approach of, I'm just grateful that God cares about any of us and shows mercy to any of us. Any of us. And that's the big thing I want to get across to you today. That's really what Paul's tried to emphasize as well. Who am I, he says, verse 20, who are you, O man, to answer back to God? Will what is molded say to its molder, why have you made me like this? Has the potter no right over the clay to make out of the same clay one vessel for honor, honorable use and another for dishonorable use? So in other words, who am I to say to God, you should have done it this way because I wouldn't have life to begin with if God wasn't in my life, and I wouldn't have salvation if God had not showed me mercy. So let's stop worrying about things that we don't necessarily completely understand, and let's just be grateful that God showed us any mercy and us any kindness at all. And we are grateful, Jesus, for your love for us and the fact that you did open our eyes to the wonderful gospel to the good news that we're sinners in need of a Savior, and Jesus is that Savior. Help us to live for him today. We pray it in your name, Jesus. Amen. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow.